Okay, so welcome back to Ready Player You. I'm Mike. I'm Matt. And uh, we're going to kick this episode off with some news coming up this week that just happened. Uh, Matt, you got a whole bunch of stuff that happened this week, right? Yeah. Um, one of my favorite directors, you may know him, uh, director of Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, Robin Hood Men in Tights. I love that movie. High Anxiety, numerous uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It, uh, of course Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Uh, the great Mel Brooks is getting the Lifetime Achievement Award at 97 years old. They just announced it the other day from uh, the Academy Awards. And that is fucking big. Him and uh, Angela Bassett are both receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award. And Angela Bassett, too, I mean, she she's played, um, what, Tina Turner. Uh, she's been in movies ever but yeah um but i mean that's you know congratulations to both of them um they definitely deserve it you know i don't have nothing bad to say no mel brooks um, is a legend so one of my favorite re- everybody knows i'm a big wrestling fan yeah and so one of my favorite matches of all time just hit 25 years and i'm talking about since it happened since it's happened it's the 25th yeah. anniversary and I'm talking about June 28th, 1998, King of the Ring, The Undertaker versus Mankind <laughs> in Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Now, if, even if you're not a fan of wrestling, you know that Hell in a Cell match. This is the second match in history. The first one was at Bad Blood, Undertaker versus uh, Shawn Michaels, and they tried to top the first one. First one was the first introduction of Kane, Undertaker's fake brother, and and that's they tried to do one up on it. I mean, Undertaker was throwing Shawn Michaels all over the fucking place, <laughs> bloody as fuck, just yeah. kicking the shit out of him. And then here comes his brother Kane, ripping the door off the cell, face to face, tombstoning him, and making him lose the match. And now we're talking about King of the Ring 98. A little background on what was going on with the match. Uh, Undertaker had a broken foot going into this match. So he was already hurt. But Mick Foley, Mankind, was trying to figure out, okay, how can we top the first Hell in a Cell? Because that was, you know, epic match. First time anything like that has happened. Yeah. So... (laughs) His one of his best friends, the hardcore legend Terry Funk, told him, just gave him one advice: start the match on top of the cell. So they went to talk to Vince McMahon, talked to Undertaker. Vince was all for it. Undertaker was like, "No, I don't want to." I mean, everybody knows that Mick Foley is a bad motherfucker. What the hell? There's a spring on the boom mic. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> so he's like, kept trying to talk to him, talk to him. And Undertaker's like, no, no. So he's like, okay, we're going to start, and I want you to throw me off the top of the cell. And Undertaker's like, no. And Mick's like, I can take it. So the Undertaker has his entrance. Here comes Mankind. Throws a chair up on top of the, on the cell. They both start the match top of the cell and you could see the uh, the girders 
they weren't tied tight enough because mm-hmm. when they're walking you kind of see like a little giveaway yeah like it's bending it was yeah it was the mesh was already like calling falling through yeah <laughs> and uh so then they're like all right so before undertaker throws mick off the cage you're like you ready throws him off the cell 22 feet down on the announcers tables Damn. and everybody nobody like five people undertaker like three or four people I knew. Undertaker, Mick, Vince, and maybe Terry. No, Terry. No, just them three knew mm-hmm. what was going to happen. <laughs> so it was a total surprise to most everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody know. thought, no. Now you hear uh, Jim Ross, because like, I remember watching the match. I'm like, holy shit. And he's like, oh, Mick Foley's broken in half. He's dead. Well, you see his foot kind of moving. Yeah. So here comes Undertaker still on top of the cell. And this is probably one of the most epic matches that I first epic match I've probably ever seen yeah and so to get the gurney over to the announcement table they had to raise up the cell because they couldn't get through because you only have maybe person wide a couple feet yeah so they wouldn't be able to get their gurney so they had to raise the cell Mm -hmm. and Undertaker's still on top of the fucking cell and they had to raise it with him on while, it. while the shit is raising. Yeah, so then they finally get Mick Foley on the gurney, and he's already towards the entrance, and here it comes. And you see Undertaker crawling down the cell. Well, this is Mick fucking Foley. Yeah. He gets off the goddamn gurney, goes back to the cell, climbs back to the top. Wow. And Undertaker's like, okay, we're going to do Because the whole time he was, con- you know... He thought he was going to hurt him. <clears throat> he he he's generally, but you know, he had to keep character, which he's done some for you no know, his whole career, uh, up until uh, what two years ago when he finally retired. Yeah. <clears throat> so they started the match off again, and you no, know, they're getting chair shots in. You no, know, and they didn't think that the mesh was going to fall through, and. Now here's the, here here's what happened. Undertaker took Mick Foley. He's gonna do his choke slam. Yeah. But instead of getting the height like he usually does, he just kind of grabbed him and threw him down. Mm-hmm. Right through the fucking cell onto the hard canvas. Ouch. So he thought uh, he might have bounced, uh-huh. but whatever they used to tie the mesh. Yeah. To the cell. It didn't bounce. No. So you just. It was like a dead blow, like bam. Oh, yeah. No, re- then, no resonance to it. But plus, the when uh, Undertaker did that choke slam, if Undertaker would have got the height like yeah. he does yeah. and went through, oh, Mick Foley would have been dead. Oh, fuck, dude. Because, I mean, there's there's a height difference. I think Mick Foley's 6'5", and Undertaker's you know, close to 7 foot. Yeah, he's a big motherfucker. So, to, you know. But luckily, he just kind of <clears throat> kind of tossed him down. Yeah. And onto on the chair where he went through. So he went through and the chair ended up cracking him in his face. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Knocked his tooth out. And everybody knows the thing. You see McFo- what he wanted for Christmas. <laughs> Mick McFoley's uh in uh in the corner. Um and it looks like he's smiling. This is fucking weird ass kind of he's just you know He's kind of looking and smiling, but he's not really smiling. 
his tooth got shoved through his lip into Ow. his. You see his uh, tooth in his nose. Ow. So the whole thing, he's sticking his tongue through that hole in the roof of his mouth. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> and then, so they, they still had their spots, and Undertaker's trying, and he's. Undertaker working on a broken foot, so he jumps down from the, you know, grabs the um, the bottom of the cell, yeah, and hops down because I mean it's not too much of a a difference. And you see him kind of he fell on his bad his broken foot, so he's like, okay, his dedication to a bit. Oh yeah, and then you know like Terry Funk gets in the ring, and all these officials they're like, hey, come on, you know, like break it up. And then and of course Undertaker's undertaker he's like no nah, you know choke slam Terry funk and mcfoley's still the resilient motherfucker he is yeah starts fighting back and of course he goes under the ring grabs this fucking bag of tacks oh no like thumbtacks thumbtacks oh, yeah fuck so no. so he throws them all over uh the ring and it's like Holy shit. So, of course, you know, he's like, he's hitting Undertaker. Undertaker's reeling. You think he's going to fall onto the tax? Uh, nope. Undertaker just reverses it, choke slams him. But he didn't, he got a few of the tax, not all of them. Yeah. So they're like, okay, so they keep fighting. So Mick Foley gets uh, the mandible claw, you know, he gets his two fingers down Undertaker's throat. And, uh, uh, Undertaker somehow gets him on his back. So Undertaker is standing there with Mick Foley on his back, and he just jumps. Wow! So like, Mick like Fo- he just oh man, he didn't take no break onto his back. So the more tacks Ouch. get on him, mm. and then you know, then finally gave him the tombstone. End of the match. Signature move. Which is, and here's the thing, I watched. Um, uh, it was a a, a, vi- it was a, a video of Undertaker and McFoley watching their match 25 years later. Oh, fuck. So this is where I got a lot of my insight. That's like when, when I saw that clip recently of uh, Jackie Chan watching his career mm-hmm. over the... Because uh, he did all his own stunts. <clears throat> and it right. brought him to tears because yeah. he knows he can't do that no more. Then, then Rumble in the Bronx... Uh, there was one of the scenes that he had like a broken foot, and so they had to make a cast, but he was still doing his own stunts. Yeah, he did some epic yeah. shit. Yeah, so the whole time, Mick Foley was, they they knew they were going to do uh, the tax spot, mm-hmm. which is what they, they don't know, here, he, we're going to do that, the, the that spot. scene, yeah. Yeah, so he didn't get the full tax. So they did an audible, and that's when he got Undertaker's back, and then he, Undertaker just threw his whole weight <laughs> That is fucking bananas, But, uh, you know what? We started the episode, and we haven't pulled out the pretty lady. Okay, well, we can pull out the pretty lady. So, um, this week we're going to cover a band that's uh, over a 14-year career. They've had five studio albums. The band's members are Francesco, Claudio, Cristiano, and Federico. They're an Italian band. And defined as Dwarfin Heavy Metal, and this band is known as Wind Rose. Oh, yeah. I'm ready, to hear, I'm ready to hear about it.
So I was cruising through an app and I was scrolling through pictures and memes and shit like that. And I came across this little quick video and it had these dwarfish looking dudes um, just playing this grungy, heavy metal, you know, heavily bass influenced and whatnot music. And I was like, instantly had to go to the comments, had to find out about this band. Who the fuck are these guys? Mm -hmm. This is, I've never heard this before like this. I've heard heavy metal, I've heard thrash, screamo, all kinds of shit. And we cover a lot of metal bands. Mm -hmm. uh, But this one didn't sound like any I've heard before. And I'm looking them up. And a lot of their music is based off of Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. And folk. Yeah, the folk. Folk uh, music. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what inspired a lot of their look, a lot Mm -hmm. of their sounds. Um, They have songs like Diggy Diggy Hole. Mm-hmm. Um, we will rise, things like that, um, mm-hmm. which was part of the intro you guys just heard was a, a little bit of that. We will, um, <laughs> my fucking words suck ass, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That kind of thought. Yeah. But just no, brain um, farts. but yeah, so the intro that you heard is definitely, um, mm-hmm. I had to edit it for time because I wanted to fade it in, fade it out, things like that. But, right. um, they definitely get down. They definitely know their shit. Um, they have interviews online. If you can look them up, there's one on YouTube. He sits there and he does this uh, top nine video games that inspired him, mm-hmm. things like that. Really kick ass band, all Italian dudes. Yeah. And so for our listeners in Italy, uh, I came across this band and I had to know more. Uh, if you guys want to shoot us an email, let us know if you've seen them in concert, things like that. Yeah, absolutely epic band. Yeah, yeah, that that's cool. And I, when I told you about it, you had to do some research. I know you found some stuff out about them. Yeah, um, they, they you had told me last week. Yes, you want you were going to keep it a secret till today, but you're like, no, I'm too excited here. And I was like, okay, so you know, show me a couple of videos. Um, yeah, when we were sitting around after and, the interview with Out of the Ring last yeah, Saturday, which was you know, we'll talk more about that towards the end of the episode. We were but, we were passing the road, you know, Mona's Misery. We were doing the Mona's Misery game where we pass the remote. Everybody gets to pick a song around the table while yeah, we're drinking and playing. And we'll uh, and and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll I picked tell you, the song by Wind Rose, and you heard that, yeah. and and that was yeah. And how we we'll, got started. On we'll, this. we'll tell you guys about uh, Mona's Misery and. Oh, my cousin's gonna probably gonna kill me once we tell him, but oh, oh well. But anyways, you heard the song. And yeah, started- and so I was like, okay, you know, that's cool. And then he's like, hey, you know, this is the band I'm gonna do. And I was like, okay. So the whole week I've been thinking, okay, so maybe I should kind of do a little research and maybe hear a few of their songs. I mean, that way, I mean, I don't go in completely blind. I mean. Yeah. I mean, well, sometimes the, the idea was to drop it on you out of nowhere mm-hmm. and hear your initial reaction, right? Uh, yeah. But it's okay. I mean, I like I like <clears throat> teasing you with some of the idea uh-huh. because then if it's if it's enough to inspire you to want to go hear this band, you're gonna find out things that I didn't know about, right. and that's the balance <clears throat> play. Like you're gonna come out like, well, did you know this about this band that you like? And I'm like, holy shit, I didn't know that, right? And you did find some shit I didn't know, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, um, it's uh, uh sorry. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so before um, this is, had been about three weeks ago, um, you this way before you know I even knew this. We, we were already working on what episode three, three or four so, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. 
So, uh, I don't know what Pandora station I was listening to, but it played, like, a lot of, like, metal and just, like, different different kind of metal and shit. Yeah. Well, I'm hearing this song, and I'm like, what the hell? And it's called uh, Werewolves of Armenia. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, who the fuck is this? And, of course, I look at the name, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, this is, like, maybe a one-time song, time I'll... One time I'll hear the song. Well, then this past week I was uh, uh, listening to, of course, Pandora and before work or during work, you know, uh, before we open. And I was like, wait a second, what? So I look and say, who is this? And Windrose, I was like, so that's when I text you. I was like, Windrose, right? Yeah, you're like, what was that band you were talking yeah, to? Yeah, the episode on? And uh, you're like, yeah, I'm like, well, what the fuck? That you no know, one of their songs just came on uh, my uh, my Pandora. That's because the government's listening. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and then uh, I'm like, oh shit! And then of course, then today again, I hear that song, "Wolves of Amen- Armenia," and I look, and sure enough, Windrose. I'm like, oh shit! Yeah, so they got. <laughs> A lot of their songs are inspired with, like, so they got that one, Diggy Diggy Hole. That one's about, if you listen to the lyrics of it, they're talking about mining into the mountain. They can never dig too deep, things like that. All the stuff like the... Or Minecraft. I guess Minecraft, yeah, you could associate it with that. Well, I did look it up, and I guess another, um, some YouTubers actually had done it or something, and they did the music or some kind of shit like that. So when I looked up the song, Diggy Diggy Hole, it's, if you look at the lyrics... They're talking about how, you know, the dwarves had mined too deeply in, in uh, Lord of the Rings. And oh, they uncovered oh, the, all that stuff. And they, they went too deep and they got too greedy and all that stuff. That's where that uh, so, uh, fire demon, where that fought Gandalf. Smog and stuff, yeah. No, no, not smog. Uh, the, um, in Lord of the Rings, when he uh, Gandalf, when he fell through the... Uh, oh, the Balrog. The Balrog, yeah. yeah that's so, where the mine... But I'm saying when they dove too deep, when they dug mm-hmm. too deep in the mountain, that's what that song is talking about. And so, because they're all inspired by Tolkien. Right. And so, uh, you look at some of the other songs that they got. That's uh, Drunken Dwarves, Winter Saga, <laughs> The Returning mm-hmm. Race, things like that. So, they're all talking about, mm-hmm. you know, the the race of dwarves. Dwarves. Oh, the, oh the dwarves. my God, dwarves. The dwarves that dwell. Yeah, the dwarves that bleh, Say that five times fast. <laughs> the dwarves that dwarves. Christ, I can't talk today. Yep. My brain is already <clears throat> out of the episode, running away from the house, getting free, doing whatever the fuck I want. I'm totally not mm-hmm. in my brain. It, my brain just will not sit still. Yeah. Oh, and uh, there's a couple songs that you didn't mention. Uh, to Erebor. Yes. Which was... Um, well, see, I was reading off their the singles, the hit singles mm. that they had put out, which uh, they're not exactly exploding... I mean, it took mm-hmm. took them fourteen years to get five studio albums, so they're not exactly blowing up, right? Because I don't think a lot of people have heard yeah. them. Well, seeing these songs, the they're the ones that popped. I I, I looked up, I looked them up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, none of these songs have, have popped up on what I was looking up. Yeah, it's almost like they're 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 mainstream ish, mm-hmm. but they're not. You like you almost have to go looking for yeah. them. Yeah, to get more info on them. Yeah. So, like to Erebor, um, if you know, uh, know Lord of the Rings or The, the Hobbit. Um, yeah, mo- mostly this, it, one it, this about is the Hobbit, it's, yeah. It's <laughs> the Hobbit. Um, 
you know, Erebor is a uh, uh, king under the mountains uh, where the uh, uh, where the dwarves had lived, and then Smog had came and took over. Yeah, because dragons and, are attracted to gold. The, and the gold, that, yeah. yeah. So that's uh, to Erebor. You know, it's all about you know their journey to take back. Right. Um, and then there's a one uh, a battle of the five armies. Right, which is also a tie to the which, Hobbit. Which was, yeah, and, um, and that's, I mean, that was like the most. That that movie was pretty epic. It was, I mean, the whole the whole thing is epic. I mean, I mean, you have dwarves, humans, elves, elves um, the eagles, and Hobbit. Yeah. So that's the five army. Or no, the, the goblins. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So it was the goblins, humans. Uh, there elves, was orcs. Uh, I mean, there was there was five. The, was it the, the, the five armies? Was five different good sides and then five different bad sides? No, it was it was, it was a four and uh, against one. Against but the, the, the the goblin army was way more uh, outnumbered. The ceremony <clears throat> and all that. So you had uh, the dwarves, you had the elves, you had humans, and then the eagles jumped in, and then they were all fighting against the goblins. That yeah. wanted to cl- uh, lay claim to the gold, which who everybody thought they had a, a right to. Yeah, because they, because the, I think uh, <coughs> dwarves had promised them so much riches yeah. for you know, and then they want then helping them. And that's where it comes, like you know, they're greedy. They want to. Yeah. And no, hey, that could be. A, it's good folklore, good story. And then I was uh, years ago. I was looking up. Um, I don't know what I saw it on Discovery Channel or Dateline or some shit where they were. They had some discovery about they had found a body in, I don't know, Netherlands or New Zealand mm-hmm. or wherever. Oh, excuse me. Um, and they had did the carbon dating and all that stuff on there. And they figured out that because, like, midget is a specific height. Dwarf is a specific height. Hobbit, they didn't think was real. They didn't think it was, it was just all mythological, whatever, made up. They discovered that that could actually be a possibility of a race genome type of humanoid really that was uh they found it and they were like okay this is classified as a hobbit mm. this is not just in some book by tolkien this was a legit a short person type of person that walked the earth so they are they, a midget are they smaller than a midget there, there's like a height requirement it was almost like five foot and over was average humans mm-hmm. then f- between four nine or four eleven or somewhere around in there down to a certain height was dwarf, and then below that was like midget, and that's where the arms are really short, the, the small digit fingers. Or and bridge of the midget. Bridge of the midget, basically <laughs> the ba- most famous midget porn, porn star yeah. ever, stripper and all that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Which she's in a movie. Uh, I hope they serve beer in hell. Yeah. Have you seen that one? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I fucking love that yeah. movie. That yeah. was the, one of the most original, hilarious that, movies. Well, ever. I think we talked about it. Too. We talked about it at the interview with. Ben oh, Green, that's right. Yeah. Band of the Ring, <laughs> Out of the Ring. Jesus yeah. Christ! See, my brain is, is just it, dog shit. It, today. See, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Dude, it was yeah, Lord of the Rings, Out of the Ring. Holy shit! It's Band, coming full circle. Band of Rings it's too? coming in a full ring. <laughs> and we talked about wrestlers in the ring. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Dude, there's levels to this shit, bro. Levels. <clears throat> yeah. Um, no, and how you said, you know, like maybe. Hobbits are small, but that reminds me of uh, Lord of the Rings. <clears throat> um, after uh, one of the scenes, um, uh, Merry and Pippin had got kidnapped by the orcs, 
and uh, Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli went to go look for him. Yeah. And uh, he'd seen um, uh, the Riders of Rohan and asked him, they go, no, do you ever, see, you know, we're, tra- uh, we're tracking uh, a band of orcs. They're like, oh no, we no, we burned them. Yeah, like, we oh. left none alive. And yeah, and then there was like, oh, was there uh, was any there? hobbits with you? And they did only be childs in your eyes. Yeah, the size exactly. of child your eyes. So that's what the size. And how the fuck do I remember that shit? I haven't seen that movie in fucking. I fucking years. love those movies, dude. I went to a yard sale a while back, and mm-hmm. they had uh, all the movies on one Blu-ray disc or two Blu-ray discs, and I was like, yoink! And I already own the movies on DVD. See, I think. Me and my sister had got uh, mom the Blu-ray special edition fucking bumfuck whatever. Uh, And then it was fucking like every movie was like over three hours long. Because they use about two, oh, yeah, the two and a half. Cut, the, un- the, direct, the director's cut. The unremoved scenes, the so, extended version, basically. Ex- exactly. That's what yeah. it was. Extended version for the whole trilogy of Lord of the Rings. Oh, my God. Those were some long... I mean, if, if you're going to do a whole series like that, I mean, the damn movies are like... Three and a half, close to four hours long. This is a direct yeah, extended. So yeah, on, on what is it? Regular edited for the movie theater it was like was two and a half, two three and hours. Half, three hours. Yeah, it was at least three. So hours this is adding like an extra good forty-five minutes. Yeah. So we got Wind Rose. What was that one that you mentioned that I, I like the sound of that name? It was Return to Airborne or the what was the other one? Um. Uh, oh, with uh, no, I. You didn't check out one of those. Uh, the Breed that... of Durin? No, it was another uh, band that you had liked. No, 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 no. That Wind Rose one, you had mentioned one of their songs that I, I wanted to hear. I wanted to um, hear. What, the Battle of Five Arm? Oh, Werewolves of Armenia? Yes, that one. Uh, where? Where? Not where. You're not going to wear the wolves. How do you spell werewolf? W-E-R-E. I never spelled werewolf before. See? Yeah. <laughs> I know well, English not, is not my first language. Okay? I know you're not going to wear the wolves. <laughs> well, if I kill them and skin them, I could have a nice fur coat. Yeah. Well, the, let's look it up at the the one with the lyrics so we can okay, actually yeah. understand what the fuck they're saying. Okay. But it's like... We don't get ads here. For the... For the longest time, this shit just pops up on my Pandora, and it's just funny that some of these songs that you're doing an episode on yeah, actually it's, pop it's, up. It's a whole channel on my Pandora <clears throat> thing now. Yeah, and now now it is a whole channel now too. I like that. Uh, the artwork. The artwork, yeah, that shit's fucking dope. All right, let's get into this song. This is a six-minute song, so I don't know if I want to play the whole. song. No, we can play half, and uh, we'll try and shut the fuck up through half of it. Werewolves are Armenian. It instantly gives me that adventurous fucking energy. I just want to fucking go. Let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. I like it. 
I like that. That was good. Dude, I want to see these guys in concert now so fucking bad. That was a badass. <clears throat> I don't know if they ever do a tour or anything like that. I, mm -hmm. I know that, see, I've only been researching them for a little while because as soon as I heard it, I was like, that's it, scrapping the episode I was going to write. It's all going about so this So what I did look up, most of their... Uh, their the UK uh, the, shit. Yeah, exactly, yeah, you know, out in Europe. and I don't, I don't know, I didn't see anything about <clears throat> ever coming out to the U.S., I mean, yeah, that's hey, the thing. If, I got a buddy that's over there in the UK. He's doing London. He's doing Italy. He's doing all these fucking places, and he's been saving up for five years with him and his fiance. They've mm -hmm. been saving up for five years to do this trip, and uh, they've spent all their money to do this vacation that they were going to get married with. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Let's go see the world where we're young. We're going to be together the rest of our lives. Let's get married when we get back." How fucking young are they? Uh, let's see. He was in junior high when we were in high school, so. I'd oh, say about four fuck. or five years younger than us. Maybe maybe six to eight okay, years younger so... than us. He's, he's like probably 34. So mid-30s? Mid yeah. Oh. I mean, we were kids growing up together, but he was a lot younger. <clears throat> right. So I think he's probably, yeah, mid-30s. Yeah. About that. Yeah, no, this song, like, this, this song that I heard before you even told me who the fuck you were doing this thing on. See, I so haven't heard crazy. this song by them. Because I'm going based off of Pandora. I want to be surprised mm -hmm. by it. I don't want to just go straight to YouTube and whatnot. But right. I want it to pop up naturally. Well, this is what popped up on my Pandora. This is good. See, I, I like to pick my Pandora. And I got anywhere from oldies mm -hmm. to thrash metal to Christian, mm -hmm. everything. I got all the stations on there. And I'll just hit shuffle. And I'll put the AirPods in or, or the earbuds. Mm -hmm. And I'll just fucking go to work. And then something <clears> will <throat> catch me. Mm. If that beat or that rhythm or those lyrics or that vibe from that song just hits me to my core, I stop everything I'm doing. I unlock the phone. I'm like, who the fuck is this? And I'm just like downloading mm. everything I can about him. <laughs> yeah, see, if I, if, if I do my Pandora random, I'm going to go from Johnny Cash to... Fucking Marilyn Manson to f fucking Elvis. Yeah, I mean, See, it's there's like, not too much I don't listen to. I listen to reggaeton. Oh, I'll what? listen to cumbia. I'll listen mm -hmm. to 
artists from Puerto Rico, Daddy Yankee, fucking <clears> everything. <throat> you know, Max Sabbath, fucking. Oh, it doesn't yeah, matter who so. the fuck it is. Okay, Weird Al Yankovic. Oakley, oh, yeah. Doakley. I listen yeah. to everything. Weird, Weird Al. I don't like too much with accordion in there. Weird, Weird Al is one of the few people that gets away with accordion, and I'm just mm-hmm. fucking rocking out to it. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's not too much music I like with accordion in there. Shit. I am starting to get... That's ah, okay. Sorry. It's all right. It's just a fucking microphone. It's all right. Um, but I am getting into more um, like caballero type, you know, old school <coughs> Mexican mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. The real love song style stuff. I yeah. love all that stuff. It tells a great story. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to break it down sometimes because my Spanish isn't the best. But I know enough to where I'm like, dude, this mm-hmm. guy's... He loves this fucking woman, yeah. you know. You know what? Uh, yesterday, I was uh, I was actually cooking dinner for once. I actually fucking cooked. Right on. <clears throat> I fucking made me uh, a ribeye steak. Yeah. And had a medium nice... rare. <sighs> it was. Did you have any pink in there? It was medium. You did medium. It was medium. Anything's better than well done. Oh yeah. A steak be... well done is a steak that's been ruined. Oh, that's you know. Talk to my mom about that one. I got no problem. I'll, I guarantee you. I tell I can her. I can barbecue you a steak that will be better than any restaurant around here. Right. I tell my mom if right, she's like, oh, I think I'm gonna get a steak. Okay, if you get a steak, it better not be uh, well done. Because if you get well done, you're gonna have to fucking get something else. Cause I ain't gonna pay for that shit. You're gonna pay for your own damn so, meal. <laughs> so the reason I did a lot of studies on why i like steak the way mm. the best way to have a steak things like that hamburger meat things like that so a steak when you barbecue it, it you can go medium you can go you know rare you can do that it's no problem because when they slice up the cow and you get all those enzymes and bacteria on the mm. outside of the meat so it's not harmful to you unless you're just not used to that grade of of yeah. level of cookness <clears throat> well done this right. whatever um but it's when you get into the sausages or the hamburger meats, ground meat, all those enzymes get ground up. The bacteria gets and that's ground why up you got to cook it a little longer. So you got to cook it low and slow to keep it juicy, mm. but you still have to get a hamburger well done. Yeah. Doesn't mean you got to cook it fast and make it burnt and taste like you know leather. You just got to cook it low and slow to make it juicy. Yeah. But a steak won't hurt you to do it medium rare. Some people yeah. just don't like blood. No. I want that shit. You smack it on the ass, put it on a plate. And I, I want eight. I want the motherfucker moon still. Yes. You just smack yeah. it on the ass and so, put it on the plate. So I, I did. I, I did just throw it on the uh, on the stove. You know, put the lid on it. I seasoned it. You know, to my liking. Yeah. And uh, I was I was cooking it. I was like kind of flipping it, and I asked my roommate, like, "Hey, uh, Nana, can can you watch this for me real quick?" So I'm I'm gonna run across the street to the store. I want to grab me like a bag of salad. You know, to go because I had yeah, nothing. Yeah. I had nothing to go with it. So yeah, I was you gotta like, make your side. Fuck it. I'm gonna just have just a salad and steak. Right. Also, I got back, and she's like, oh, you might want to cut into it. So, okay, so check it. <sighs> little too cooked. But, and there was a little bit of pink, so, I mean, and it was still good. I mean. Yeah, it still had the juices to it. And things yeah, like that. yeah. I, mean, I like to do a marinade. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll let that motherfucker soak in. I'll put it in, like, a Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll, when I make my marinade. I'll put it in there, and then I'll stick it in the fridge. I don't want to know what you do with your marinade. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Trust me. I'll make a steak to make you fall in love. I promise you that. <laughs> I, I have yet to go to a restaurant and taste a steak better than what I can mm-hmm. make. And I don't, I'm not good in the kitchen, per se. I'm getting a lot better because I've had to learn how to cook being a single mm-hmm. dad. I've had to learn how mm-hmm. to do all these recipes and stuff, which I'm getting better at. He's, mm-hmm. 
He's like, hey, you didn't add too much salt this time, or this tastes just like mom used to he, do it, or he's whatever. He's still being critical because he's. I love he's, it. I he love still it because to his I'm, mom's I, all cooking. I can do is grow and get better yeah. as a as a cook. And, uh, which I'm a mechanic. I'm an electrician. Yeah. I don't do kitchen stuff. You know, I there's a reason I don't do certain because I'm not good at it. I'm, I can make ceviche. I mean, I can make a good ass salad. You know, just give me the ingredients. But yeah. I know I know produce. So so um, when it comes to meat, uh, yeah. Well, so besides I, my own meat, I can do pretty much really well on a barbecue grill like mm. chicken and steak and things like that now if you're getting to a brisket or something i'm a lazy motherfucker and i'm not a morning person you got to get up at 3 4 o'clock in the morning and have that thing ready to go because that is like 8 to 10 to 12 to 14 hours worth of cooking yeah, that's like on the size uh, that's of the and, and uh, you got to turn it you got to sauce it you mm-hmm. got to foil it you got to unfoil it you got to there's so much work no, to a brisket no. which one day i'm gonna do it i, I see my boy martin do it uh, with the video yeah oh my god but is that the one that's on the spiral no and no, then no. they slice it down what's no, that one called? that's like that's a um i think that's that's middle eastern no 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 uh, there's type. a mexican uh way of doing it too as you know uh, he, he'll like have it in uh the grill and then he'll boil it and he just i mean he's up at you know four o'clock in the morning cooking the shit but i mean video spanish video Oh, I mean, that shit is just so tender. I mean, you just take Fall a off the fork style. and just, yeah. And he, he makes the best tacos out of it and you know, and all that. But, you know, I haven't really cooked in, I mean, I, I'm lazy. I fucking. I, I know, we, you get off work, we do the show, things like that. And well, then you, I, you put it in an order, you pick up your food, because you're trying to unwind. Yeah. We only get so many days well, off. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, well, I was off on Sunday, but. You know that was my one day off from since what well, last because you did that Tuesday. six days straight or something. Right? Yeah, so I was off for six days. So I started my work week on Tuesday. Yeah, I worked all the way to Saturday. Had Sunday off. Had to work all this week, Wednesday through Friday. Then I get tomorrow and Sunday off. So which is I know it's cool. I'm back too, but I mean like one day break and then you know back at it. But it's no usually I just oh. Have gold beers. I'll take a nap, and sometimes I won't even eat. I mean, I won't be hungry. I mean, depending on how my day went, I'm yeah. just like, yeah, you know, fuck it. I'm just gonna just relax, and watch, you no, know, whatever show. I just, yeah, I mean, last night I just binge watched um, uh, Skull Island on uh, Netflix. Skull Island. It's Skull a Island. An- animated uh, uh, King Kong Skull Island. Oh, okay. <clears throat> animated show, eight, eight, eight episodes. So nothing major. No, fuck no. I I started watching it when I got home. Yeah, I I fucking I finished it last night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, it is good. I mean, animation was really well done. Um, the voice acting was was good. Um, it had a, some nice story to it, and it did it showed Kong um, as like an actual character, not just this fucking Monster. beast. Yeah. But you know, it shows that he does have a heart and certain things that happen and it makes him you know, like you no know, fuck you fuck you, whatever yeah he's had you know he's you like know. tired of you know getting criticized or whatever yeah and, and no looks. i thought it was a good show and i was just like you know, my boss he had uh some steaks that you know had had just expired that day but i mean still good but we yeah, can't that day that's, that's we, because we that's the health code or yeah we, we can't sell them yeah like, you hey. can't sell it so you can take I'm it like, cook it. but you got to cook it that day yeah you can't I'm wait like, a day or two oh fuck yeah so i threw it in uh, my fridge and in the whole back of my mind i'm like fuck i don't know if i want to cook this 
but I did tell one of my friends uh, uh, that uh, I was like, hey, you know what? We were talking the other day. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm trying to learn, but I no, I want a cookie dinner one of these nights. Yeah, yeah. I might fuck it up, but... <laughs> well, that's I mean, why you practice beforehand. Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe... Oh, hey, the, the practicing it makes perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want, I'll show you how I do my stick. If you want to impress her, I'll show you how to do oh, my but, stick. Um, She'll fall in love, I promise. No. Um, uh, so, I was just like, okay, no, if, if, I, if, if I won't eat it, then probably neither would anybody else. So, True. I'm, uh, so I was like, okay, so, you know, I'm... I want exactly what he had said. I was like, okay, let me cook this meat for me, and let me see how I like it. Okay, so uh, I well before you cook anything for her, you got to probe her a little bit. Like, how do you like your steaks done? Mm-hmm. If you were to have a perfect steak, what would be perfect for or, you? Or the thing is, or we both cook together. That was she, that was she, always fun. I love doing she, that. She could do the sides. And I could do the and if the entree, yeah, I, if, I love if doing I, that. If I, that is fun. If I fuck up the meat, well, uh, hopefully uh, she makes some good sides. Cause I mean, you know me, I'll eat a fucking salad like a mother, like a goddamn rabbit. So I don't fucking care. And I won't, dude. I totally won't. I don't put my engines together without any oil. So damn it, my food ain't gonna ha- not have it either. <laughs> yeah, Gotta lubricate my innards, girl. Yeah, but, some, um, something's getting lubricated that night. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know how the fuck we go. <laughs> well, we do this. That's what we do. <laughs> I, I used to love uh, taking Anthony's mom out to dinner at certain places. Like, we go oh. to Olive Garden or something. Right. And then she would order, like, a stuffed mushroom or something. And then she'd stop. She'd take a bite and she'd stop mid-bite. And she'd get this look on her face. And I'm like, you're thinking it, aren't you? And she goes, I could do this better at home. And I'm like, are we going to the store afterwards? And she goes, oh, yes. And I'm like, fuck yeah, grocery store time. <laughs> Let's get food, baby. Oh, I know. I remember you used to show me your, fri- uh, your freezer. It was like packed fucking it's meat. packed, dude. She would be making, she can make that lemon pound cake from Starbucks uh-huh. better than fucking Starbucks. And then uh, don't put your dick on the microphone. <laughs> See, that shows how, how big it is. Fucking just... Oh, uh, only when you stand on the step stool. Shit. You could get it to I, touch I got it. that hog leg, baby. Oh, shit. Here we go. That must be one little-ass hog. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, she could do the, the stuffed mushrooms from Olive Garden better than Olive Garden. Mm. She did uh, an amazing spaghetti. I mean, whatever it was, she could do it by Overd- taste. Overdid. Like, some, music, some musicians can sit there and hear music like... Lead singer of Out of the Ring. He mm-hmm. goes, I, I don't read sheet music. I just hear it, and I learn it, and I play it, and I just go. And that's amazing talent. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very underrated talent. Yeah. Well, she could sit there and do a pinch of this or a pinch of that, and then she didn't use measurements. All the greatest chefs, all the greatest cooks, everyone that knows how to really cook, like that's their God-given gift. Mm-hmm. They do it by taste. And she would get a sample spoon, taste it. Mm, it's missing paprika or Italian seasoning or whatever. It was amazing. Mm. So that's why I love going out to eat once in a great while. But then she was like, hey, how come we don't ever go out to eat anymore? No I said, why would I go want to eat garbage when you cook so much better at home? They're like, fuck you. I don't want to cook. <laughs> I'll get in there. But I loved getting in there with her. I'd go outside and do the steaks because I knew how to work the grill. And she knew how to make the sides and, and the salads and stuff like that. And it was a it was a balanced yeah. meal. It was great. See, and that's something I want to, you know... 
it's, <coughs> a, it's a couple's <coughs> thing, a partnership thing, and it yeah. you grow together when you do it. Yeah, I mean, this, it's a bonding experience. Yeah, I mean that too. I mean, we're still like getting to know each other type. I I don't, I don't know where it is, but I mean that's where I'd like things to be. But I mean, yeah. it's you know things are a little complicated. Yeah, but if she likes a uh, uh. Uh, like, well, I'll have to have you over when I cook some steaks, and mm. you'll see how I do it. And then if you want, I'll show you exactly what mm. I do. And it's just the method that I have behind it. It's 100% accurate every fucking time. And it's the same result every time. See, it's amazing. And it, it's funny, too, because now that you mention all the cooking, when I was little, I, I don't know, maybe I do have a little bit of cook in me. I don't know. Um, but I do. I was probably around six, seven years old. Right. Um, my dad, <laughs> uh, he had this fucking, uh, the apron and the fucking big old fucking the chef's, chef's hat. Yes. Chef's I love that, the chef's that hat. Said, I need to get one. They both said, uh, kiss the cook. Oh, mom and dad had both had it on. That's tight. No, it was just my dad. Just oh, had he the both kiss had cook. two. Okay. Yeah. So no, but I remember when I was little, um, I, I think I want to make an egg or something. Just something simple. I mean, I was only like... Oh, like seven. a fried egg or something? Yeah, I was oh, like okay. seven. And my dad's okay. So, I don't remember if it was either him or my mom. But I remember, I was like, okay, I want to try some of this, some salt, some pepper. And I don't know, I think I just threw a bunch of seasoning on the, my fucking egg. Yeah. I don't know, this is the first time I ever cooked. I mean, like, of course... If I'm, it smells good, it's probably going to taste good. Smell and taste are tight. I don't remember how it tastes, but, I mean, it, it was... I think it was shriveled up the egg or side. It wasn't a real egg. It was a Matt Boyardi over here. <laughs> it, Matt Boyardi, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I might have to change my Instagram now. Yeah, <laughs> Matt that'd be Bo- tight. Matt you Bo- should do that. Matt Boyardi. Yeah. And it's going to be all cooking. Yeah, you know, I wanted to go to school just for <clears throat> culinary arts, not to do it as a career or nothing, just because mm. when I get in there, I, wa- I don't want to be like, oh, um, you know, give me the whisk. What? You cook with whiskers? No, oh, the motherfucker, the, the stirring shit, the stirring stick, or whatever. Yeah, well, whisk. I want to yeah. know what shit is. I want to know what the utensils are. I it's a different set of tools. Was. It's a whole other language. Mm-hmm. There, everything's temperature, taste, smell. You gotta have a feel for it. And I would love it because I love to eat it. So mm-hmm. I might as well learn how to cook it. That way, I can make it the way I want. See, no, I like with the hanging out with the Martin. You know, he's a chef. He went to culinary school, so I have learned a lot. I mean. I was thinking about it today. I was uh, I was filling up just some like cucumbers. Yeah. But he's try he's made a cucumber salsa. Really. And now I think I can replicate it. Not as good as him. Well, because there's always some trade secrets and process. And this and this is <clears throat> exactly where I was getting my point because with my ceviche, yeah, it took my my Thea yeah would make it all the time. So, I mean, she it was really good, you know, imitation crab and stuff. And, um, you know, real ceviche has no crab. It's, it's a shrimp and then, uh, you know, your veggies and shit. And Depending on the region you come from, it exa- could. Exactly. Cause, uh, well, like a shrimp cocktail, a lot of people put ketchup in there. Yep. So, yep. it so, all depends on, on the region you're from of yeah. Mexico or Spain or whatever. Yeah. It depends. It's, so, then... I started, uh, you know, experimenting now that I had, okay, I seen how my Thea made it, so I started with it, and I don't give a fuck, the highest compliment I ever got on my ceviche was my grandfather saying, mijo, 
This is so good. Yeah. And if I get, I mean, my grandfather is the cook. I mean, he could make. So it's in your blood, dude. It's in your blood. Yeah. Somewhere. So, I mean, he's like, you know, oh, this fish is good. But then, you no, know, when he got older, <clears throat> you know, they're like, oh, I'd usually use like maybe two jalapenos. Yeah. And they're like, oh, don't put, no, make two batches. I'm like, I'm not making two fucking batches. It's either. So um, you do a spicy ceviche? Yeah. I don't remember ever seeing anybody do a spicy one with jalapenos or habaneros well, or anything like that. Um, well, the last time I made it, I used uh, serrano. Really? Serrano's a good pepper. Yeah. It's like a, almost a happy medium. So, and <laughs> here's the thing. This is two things that I learned from one of my friends, uh, the chef. Um, I seen him make a cucumber salsa, mm-hmm. which um, I could probably re- replicate it, mm-hmm. but... I mean, I may just you'd be, have you'd to... You'd be a wish-at version of it? It, it will be uh, uh, experimental. Yeah. But then uh, I've I've watched him make an avocado salsa. Hmm. I've heard of an avocado salsa before. Oh, and, and it, all you need is five ingredients for the avocado salsa. That's pretty good. I mean, that's all sometimes, you... Sometimes you got to keep it simple. You know, go by the rule of kiss. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple, stupid. That's what it works, man. Sometimes you try and overcomplicate a recipe. So, um, all you need is uh, avocado, uh, serrano, uh, salt, water, and a blender. So, water is basically just to help it mesh, keep it fluid, and so you can stir it together. So, so you, you cut all your stuff up. And uh, you, like, blend it so you get, like, that thickness to it. Then you add uh, the water and salt. I do have a sickness for the thickness. (laughs) Oh, me too. (laughs) Uh, The salt depends on how much salt you want to use, you know, for, you know, your preferred taste. Yeah. But then, no, once you get it thick. You can always bring it up to another level. And then you you throw in, uh, you know, some water and just kind of blend it, blend it. Yeah. Until you think it's to that point, and yeah, there's like five great five things right there you need. And I watched him do it. And see, I look at I look at and this uh, one I want to try too because I mean I've you know as him being a chef and and you know something that got me more inspiration was watching that show The Bear. Dude, I seen previews for that right after you told me about it, and I was telling Anthony about it. I was like, dude, Matt was just telling me about this show. I gotta watch this show now. It's, it, it's the more I see it, I'm like, and it, what really kicked it off is the fact that you said you watched it because you don't watch dog shit. If it ain't worth it, you don't. You'll just yeah. like fucking bail on it. Yeah, usually if be you're about, hooked on it, it's definitely something that I'm probably going to be into as it, well. It'll be usually it'll take me one two episodes, um, and I mean the story is like really good. I mean like the basis is. Uh, well, they started a restaurant, <clears throat> right? This dude, he he worked in like the number one restaurant in the world in New York. Mm-hmm. He was a chef there, and it kind of showed um, he was like the number two. Mm-hmm. I guess you know you have the Ted chef, and so he was getting you know talked down on and you know. Be treat like shit, even though he could do a lot of this shit, but right. he didn't have the people to do. And this is like a high end restaurant, all that five star, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, 
um, his brother passes away that ran a restaurant in um, uh, well, like Buffalo, what, New York, or something. Uh, yeah, uh, no, it was. I think it was like in Boston. Some. So he went. Boston. He, he went from New York to um, you know somewhere there on the East Coast, right? To run the his brother's restaurant. So he goes in and he thinks he's like high mighty because he worked at this top. Yeah. And then every, all the employees they had are like, no, don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with our shit. They got a, they got a routine. Be, they because got a, all a it, method. It's a it's a, a simple deli. That's all they did. Uh, but he knows how to do high end shit. So so it's a high end deli. No, no, no. It's just a regular, you know, like um, if you go to like Jalisco's. Oh, you know, okay. you want to go grab a burrito, tacos, whatever. Yeah. No, but it, and it's kind of like that. Yeah. But what he did was more, uh, you know, cooking in Mexico type, you know, big tortas. Fucking. So he's like got a, a trifecta here. He's going to have three things come together. So High-end restaurant, you know, home home cooking from the home country. Then he's going to have the deli. Uh, and it's he, either going to turn out really good and, or really and, bad. So. And he's Italian too, so he. Oh, that's crazy! So everything that, that ties he, into the Italian episode we're doing here. <laughs> so everything that he's like um, that he had cooked, uh, his brother had cooked. Um, so he kind of learned from him, and then he went to school, and he had like a really fucked up home life. Um, so he, uh, he, you know, he just like you no know, takes off, and he. He gets uh, uh, invited by his aunt uh, to go live in New York with her. Yeah. She's like, hey, you know, why don't you come out here? You know, get away from these fucking assholes. Come live with me for a little bit in this seat. And then from there, that's where he ended get up back with to a more simpler life. This cooking. But then after his brother passed away, he takes over the, um, the, uh, the restaurant. And he wants to, like, okay, so you're going to answer, yes, chef. We're all chefs here. So he's like, okay, can you do this? You answer, yes, chef. If you uh, talk to me, and the same thing, I will respond to you, yes, chef. So he is up there on the top, but there's... Yeah, like that shit may have flown he, in New York, he, but it don't fly out here. He, he he treats everybody with equally. That's good. So they know everybody is considered a chef. If you're the baker, if you make, you know... Just washing dishes, you're chef too. So he's trying, but they were, you know, equal to playing field. But what I, I look doing. at, I look at cooks and chefs like you would a doctor. So a foot doctor is not a surgeon. Is not a, a surgeon. Is not a, 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 a ear, nose, and throat. Uh, ear, nose, and throat guy is not, uh, you know, sports medicine. It, there's different levels to it. Just like you have. The barbecuing world, you got propane, you got charcoal, you got propane. the kitchen, you got a stove, you got electric, you got gas oven, you got this. There's levels to it. There's different, and then you got the different cultures and the different styles. You got stone, brick oven, you got all these different ways of doing it. So it's not just because you can cook something doesn't mean you can cook something. You can get the food hot doesn't mean you know what you're doing. But even when you know what you're doing, you can go out of your element to a whole different style of cooking. And you're, you're, it's a whole other set of rules. All right, but so without further ado, we wanted to get into another we, song by Wind Rose here. And see, that's the one I've been yeah. eyeing. So, I've been eyeing that one. Wind Rose, the Battle of the Five Armies, which I had mentioned you had never heard before. I hadn't heard this one because I had just gotten into this band recently, 
and I wanted to, you know, know everything I could. And I was like, so it was kind of good that I told you about, you know, I don't want to surprise you in an episode with this. And I thought I was going to do it, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because I'm learning more about the band, which was the ultimate goal anyways. Uh-huh. And which which is our whole point of doing all this because, you know, we're, we're both learning different, you know, bands and stuff. And Plus, plus <clears throat> um, if I didn't know something about it and you found it out and we bring it to the episode, not only am I getting an original first-time reaction out of it, it's not scripted, which mm-hmm. is not what we do. We got a general outline for what we want to cover, but just like we went whole off course on talking about cooking and totally went off course of wind rose here i forgot we were talking about <laughs> yeah yeah i forgot what we were doing here because i started getting into that's what we do we go off on tangents but um but then it all it all brings back to yeah so uh, let's get into this song by wind rose the battle of the five armies oh yeah and even starts off showing the hobbits oh, yeah, the, the, that's uh the dwarves well, yeah the dwarves i mean sorry one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, it shows all of them. Um, even that one, even the fat one is like cheese. Oh, look at this guy. Bumble. And we're missing two. Unless it's the two that died. I want to hear this opening here. <laughs> These drums! Jesus Christ, this guy can play drums. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, they, um, their like, songs are like six, seven, eight minutes long, so it's it's pretty out there. Uh huh. All right, so I was gonna do like maybe one more song, and then uh, we can kind of go th- wrap up yeah. the show on the on the band. And then so just what, do our what usual about thing. that song um, uh, to Erebor? You know what? I do want to hear that one. How do you spell Erebor though? To uh, yeah. Oh, it's E. E-R. I was sitting there. Yeah. Uh, Erebor, backwards. yeah. Erebor. Yeah. So I'm not only pronouncing it wrong. So, and there's an actual video for this, too. Uh, official music video. 
Okay. And this is the one that came up on my Pandora, so I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, so this is the one that you heard. Yeah. So this is called Two Erebor by Windrose. They got a little bit of a Scottish Gaelic sound to it as well. The folk sound. Yeah, that, that yeah. I, I always say it. Because a lot of the a lot of folks have come from you know, Scotland or whatever. So. True. Yeah. You know, Irish, I think, more as a folk. See, they totally look like full-size dudes, but they're yeah. Maybe it's just the the genre is dwarfish. I've seen some of their stuff, and I, I another thing I looked up at this band is they they're backed up by an orchestra as mm-hmm. well. Oh, really? Yeah, they have a lot of uh, you can you can hear it. Yeah, you can hear the flutes, you can hear the strings. Mm-hmm. You know, they have an orchestra going behind them, so it's not just like when Metallica did S and M or oh, whatever. Yeah. It's they do this all the time. Yeah, this is part of their group. They're just not the front band you right. would see but they, you hear they them have, in everything but that's where the the folk sound comes and yeah and then they're throwing their their metal on top of it yeah so it's like a layered song it's, and it and it meshes really well i i dig it um, dude i love discovering this yeah. new this new group this new band stuff so it's you know i i i'm gonna keep listening to them i'm not gonna stop if they mm. if they come to tour in america then I mean, oh, fuck yeah. it. I might have to try and get a ticket to Italy just to see these motherfuckers because I oh, definitely want to. That, that would be bad. And then I love pasta, so it's going to be a win-win. And well, yeah. get out of the country. You That's a triple win. It's not win. just pasta. Your fat ass just loves to eat. No, I love pasta. <laughs> Pasta's my favorite. Absolutely yeah. tippy-top favorite. I, I like macaroni, but I'm not too crazy about spaghetti. Yeah. Noodle got a noodle for Yeah, you. the noodle got the noodle. Yeah, but that's no, right. It's, it's uh no, they're they're a really good band. Um, you know, I I four main members, but they obviously have a string and orchestra behind them. Um I just can't get enough of them, dude. They they just have that that really earthy fucking heavy metal, you know, Celtic sound to them. I I dig it. And yeah. I, I want to find more like it. And well, there is a band that's like them. What is that? Um, ale Storm? Oh, hell. Like a beer that's ale. Oh, a- oh a- Ale Storm, which we, I, I showed you. You're yeah, like, Yeah, you sent me a link to that. And then all of a sudden, when I was on Pandora, is almost at the same time. I, but I almost damn certain you sent me a link to one of their songs first. Uh-huh. And then the next day on Pandora, it just happened to be the genre that popped up. Because mm-hmm. I'm in that station. So I think that's uh, the station that uh, I had. Uh, I was listening to when 
the, well, I got the Wind Rose Station. I just click on that artist and it plays everything within, yeah. the, within well, that genre. Well, you know, I think it was off of my Alestorm because they're like a oh, pi- okay. they're a pirate rock uh, or true. pirate metal. Unless you want to pull yeah, up I do. Songs. I do want to hear it because it's it's um, in that genre of music, so it's like a pirate yeah, metal. And, and it's completely just different. See, I have something that I and, that and, was tied and, into their yeah. So if you want to bring up uh, Alestorm, which is A L E s-t-o-r-m uh these guys are a straight um it's a pi- so is scottish pirate themed heavy metal band. yeah pirate metal so let's back it up ale storm not like hail storm yeah but, but just a which i almost typed right now i know i've seen that ale storm which uh which song because you've heard it more than me oh there there's a lot of their shit uh it depends uh you know what you play that first one uh, party party yeah and look napalm records the same same one that does ginger that does wind that rose does, that they, uh, they, they have uh, a lot of artists tied to them that i had no idea like that record label has got some real artists not and it's artists that write their own music but too. Th- this is this is the same uh, record company that has that does uh windrows yeah that's what i was just saying so yeah um it's um, they have some harder stuff, but this one is like one of their. It's funny as fuck, though. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. This is going to be Alestorm. The song is Party, P A R T Y, with little dots in between each one. <laughs> I've never seen the video. I hear the song all the fucking time. This is my first time hearing the song. It has like that little. The rock poppy beat, and it's got a cartoon video. Is that shit dope or what? That is is dope, bro. That is fucking dope, dude. I love that. That was tight uh, as fuck. Yeah, you gotta listen to the whole song. So, so go back and uh, there's another one that they do that is. (laughs) Okay, one more, one more. Yeah, yeah. Our emails and and your other stuff that you wanted to talk about. Oh yeah. (laughs) Keelhauled. You know, know, just uh, Mexico. Tortuga? Yeah, yes, um, uh, Mexico. You want to do the Mexico? Yes, one? yeah, <laughs> this one, dude. I swear to God, I mean they they're like a like a Weird Al type. They they make. I heard the strings in the orchestra with them too, so it must be uh-huh. a whole. This is a whole different genre. Yeah, yeah. So okay, right there, that first one. Yeah, uh, so El, let me Mexico. Mexico by Alestorm. Oh, I love the video video game intro. Uh huh. I'll stand around an arcade machine. Let's see, that's uh, the party time music. That's the party time sound in 8-bit. Yep, yep. (laughs) 
Yeah, I've never seen the video. I it's like a two-for-one episode. I, I've, I've never looked them up on uh, the videos. <laughs> he's riding his ass. <laughs> yeah, he's on a donkey for those who don't see <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. That is bad as fuck. See, Fuck yeah, dude. They're tired of being on the season. Fuck it. Let's go to Mexico and we'll fucking drink tequila and get <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I love it. That is the coolest fucking shit ever, dude. So, you know, we have to, <laughs> I, we're going to have to go look more into Because, I mean, I've, I've been, dude, I've been, I've, been, I've, I've been listening to these guys since, like, last year. I did not know there was going to be a Scottish Pirate metal band talking about Mexico. Exactly. <laughs> See, you know, everybody, now this is the first time he's ever actually heard them. Oh, and now that's good. That that's all oh, legit. that's good. That's so, <laughs> so fucking awesome. That is dope, bro. I yeah. love that shit. So, you know, hey, this, the, you know, that, no, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you, you did Windrose. I mean that is totally dope. I mean I love Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, I, I have. Yeah, I, I have, as soon as I heard him, I had to jump onto this band. I was like, dude, I can't let this go by another episode. I, I, I have. Do it now. I have uh, the uh, the books. Uh, I have Lord of the Rings. Uh, I don't have the Hobbit. No, uh, but I do have uh, the whole trilogy. Uh, my mom bought me the book for my birthday years ago. Uh, it's probably like over a thousand pages. But it's all three. Uh, well, on Lord of the Rings, I, the I Ring learned book. that in the Hobbit three books, that that white orc that's in the movie, or mm. the white um, the orc, yeah, the white orc that's yep. in the movie, he ain't in the books. No, they totally Hollywood yep. that part. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you had a you have some kind of protagonist, you know? Yeah. Or and an, I'm sorry. Well, an, I mean antagonist. antagonist. Yeah. Um, but you know, but they did have you know parts of Sauron the, that's still there. Um, yeah. But I mean, you know, I I mean, I really, I mean, I'm gonna keep listening. I made it my Dude, own uh, I just, radio. Alestorm that definitely. I'm gonna start yeah. digging into that. I yeah. gotta have some of those songs. Wait, wait till the the speakers that I make. Wait till they, that song comes on on the job site. Uh-huh. And let's go to Mexico, and they're gonna be like. What are we fucking listening to? Because I work around a lot Wait, of Mexican dudes. They're going to be like, yeah, you ain't no fucking Mexican. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> let's go outside. I bet you I tan better than you. Ooh, let's but, go. But there, uh, no, there's a bunch of other songs on there. This so fucked up and so funny. Um, and uh, I, I know I, I enjoy them. I mean, I love And just, you know, I have three hours before we open the store when I get there at five o'clock in the morning. But, you know, a lot of her songs, and then... Well, I've listened got... to, like, Joe Rogan, and he had Jewel on there, and mm. she originally started out going around with, in bars with her dad yodeling and shit. Oh, shit. So that's how she got into the singing. She wasn't even trying to be a singer. She just mm. kind of fell into it, and her voice was perfect for yodeling, and then she got into doing her own little shows to raise money <clears> and... And now she's the jewel that you know today. She's been oh, doing a hell of a lot of shit. So, so oh, here we got a new email. Yes, I, I, I knew, I, I knew about the email, but she didn't tell me uh, what. From our number one listener, Karina, we have. Hey guys, I'm going to try and guess the listeners' numbers. 
and I say it's at 510. Okay, so here's the thing before you finish it. So okay. um, when I when I told her, like, you know, well, last week we're at, we hit 500. Yeah. Last week we hit 500. And so. Right before I, we recorded the episode, we hit 502, 504. Yeah, but uh, I told her, but she probably didn't remember. Ah. Because I think when we did our interview with Out of the Ring, we were at. Five, 504 it jumped some, two or six yeah, or something like that something like six yeah, yeah. so we were up so yeah, go ahead and uh, finish the, her email okay so she thinks it's at 510 we will check those numbers momentarily yes we will um but anyways appreciate you two bullshitters yeah we appreciate you too oh yeah, mike you, the friend. speaker is my new best friend i go everywhere with it i've charged it once since also i was wondering if you were going to do this again so that other listeners can have a chance to win their very own custom speaker. I don't know, just throwing thoughts out there. One more thing. <laughs> Laughing my ass off. Did you have a name for your listeners or any thoughts? Oh, you know what? I never... I, I've been toying with the idea that I was going to tell you about it today, that maybe we should do like a, a T-shirt for me and you when right. we break into the Thousand Club, uh-huh. Thousand Listener Club, but... I, it was just a thought and idea because my buddy started his own hat and t-shirt company and things like that. And then I was just watching a Stan Lee documentary yesterday. I think it was on Disney Plus. But oh, I, the I new one that. that came out. Yeah, I haven't. I seen watched it. it. It was just fucking awesome. Well, I mean, it, and he had so many people write in and so many listeners that he started the Stan Lee fan club or, yeah. or whatever their own little soapbox. And, and deal he would the actually, paper, he would actually comic. write, uh, he would write, write letters back, back fan yes. mail, things like that. Which so that's why I respected him so much because so, he loved the fans. Yeah, and and we like our fans too. We love oh, our fans. Oh, we, yeah. we all the different countries that we're in, and and the fact that we're getting emails, we're doing a contest. Um, it it is on the horizon, I would say, because eventually it's going to get to the point to where we're going to be trying to answer or talk about the background of the show mm-hmm. or whatever. There's going to be something there. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're at that level yet because no. we're still you mm. know we're getting yeah. our feet wet here, but. Um, I, the to do another chance for the speaker, uh, possibly yes. Uh, I was thinking of doing another contest somewhere down the road, but maybe not necessarily a speaker. Maybe something else. I mean, because that's if we started out with a speaker, mm. we're gonna go up from there. Where do you go up from there? Maybe we do something along the same lines. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> I, I haven't really sat down to really work it over with matt yet but yeah um i know there's definitely something that we're gonna have to talk, sit down really sit down and uh it, it, if you know, it gets see, to that point we're gonna have to start uh, doing some kind of merchandising because or something uh, you know because uh i know i was uh, uh talking to karina uh i believe it was earlier t- or yesterday yeah and uh i did kind of give her a spoiler about what you're what you're gonna about do the t- episode today well, that's okay. And uh, I was like, she gets and, special privileges. And so. <laughs> I and I told her, and she's like, yeah, no, it's this. Uh, they're called uh, they're dwarven uh, metal. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck? So I I pulled up uh, the video that you did when we went uh, uh, interviewed uh, out of the ring. Yeah. When we were chilling there at yeah. the Jim's garage. That song, yeah. Um, and she's like, what the fuck? Like, are you fucking are serious? You play diggy diggy hole it, for. And no, uh, it was uh, that other one. Uh, that okay. You, uh, but she was like, what? And she like, yeah, I mean, like, you look at the video, it may look like they're tall, but no, these guys are fucking, like, really dwarf. And I told her, it's like, no, they're, like, they take, um, no, they're sound from Tolkien. 
uh, you know, at, from the Lord, uh, from of, the Lord of the Rings, style, yeah. and you know, folk and stuff. And she's like, "No, that's fucking dope." And then I was telling her about you know these other kind of bands, which was something I wanted to bring up too. Um, yeah. So we're thinking about maybe doing next month because you know this is Fourth uh, of July June, month coming June, up. June June thirtieth. Um, you know, so tomorrow Saturday it'll be July first. Yeah. So we we we're tossed out the idea of maybe doing um, a certain like a obscure band for maybe the next month. You know what? That um, would be perfect because going into the month of July, we got Fourth of July, Independence Day. What does this country stand for? Mm-hmm. A melting pot of different music, religious beliefs, genres, mm-hmm. musical styles. I think you're right. I think for the whole month of July, we should do uh, random obscure bands yeah. that represent what this country is all about. Yeah, and uh, oh, plus, oh, what I that's want, a great idea. What, uh, and then maybe we, if you guys, you know, send us emails, uh, maybe we can keep it going. You know, um, you know, just every yeah, every, shoot us e- the name e- of a every band month. that you want us to go talk about and um, cover. Or like a different, you know, genre, uh, you know, within the shit that we know. But yeah, I, I mean, mean, we'll cover whatever uh, genre. I mean, yeah. if it's something that like a language we can't speak, we'll cover it. If we can, yeah. if we can find a way to cover it, we will cover it. Yeah, and then uh, of course, you know, when we get into you know like uh, October, uh, you know, we can get more into like the more metal horrorcore. Yeah, um, you know, I'm, there's a couple rappers that I have listened to that I could I throw do, in. I do that. have a rapper in mind. Uh, I do uh, have a metal Esham, artist in mind. We could mind? do something like Esham or you know, Behemoth. Mind of Hobson. Uh, Hobson. Hobson. Hobson yeah. is absolutely yeah. oh, Tech and, Nine. Oh, then okay. So no, not, not much Tech Nine. But then I love you want to go? Uh, oh, I love Tech Nine too. But no, you want to go like uh, 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 Brother Lynch Hung. Uh, uh, X-rated, L- X-rated, Luna yeah. Corleone. I mean, yeah, I mean, no. there, there are we, some serious artists there for. We Halloween. can we could do some serious shit for you know October, um, but if you guys have and any there's so of, many we might not get to cover them all, but yeah. we will definitely hit the ones we know right. Yeah, off the definitely. Bat. But I mean, if you guys can give us some ideas about other bands, uh, you know, maybe we could do week to week basis and give us enough time. Yeah, it'll uh, probably be like can... maybe a two week turnaround. Given that we get the email on a Friday, we do mm-hmm. we're doing already doing an episode. Then that next week we're going to cover it. So it might be a week and a half, two week turnaround. Yeah, but yeah. You know. and then uh, and then of course, if we uh, overlap a month, so what? Th- then of course, Mike's uh, he asked me to do one specifically, which I already had in mind. And um, I get, we'll reveal that later because that one is going to be yeah that one um, that artist we did mention in this episode, but uh-huh. it's going to be on y'all to figure out which one that is that we're yeah, talking about. But then you know I did tell Mike that you know that after we were talking uh, yesterday. I was like, oh, now that I thought about it, I'm like, I'm kind of more excited about ex- that one than the season finale ex- episode. Yeah, <laughs> then he, and he was like, I need to get put on a straight jacket or something. Cause what the fuck is wrong with you? No, no, no. I, I get it because but, I mean, but both of these are because that artist there. more is more likely to respond to us. And I told you that yeah. when we do that episode, I'm gonna do everything I can get on every platform. I'm uh-huh. gonna spam his email. I'm gonna. If I got to send letters to his fucking house, I'm going to get him to <laughs> yeah. mention us or at least hear our episode. Uh, but, uh, you know, 
maybe we should try and make it a clean episode so he'll actually listen because i will uh, do my best i promise nothing i sacrifice my integrity for nobody but but i mean that there's those two episodes that i'm so excited to go into yeah and especially this next one that i'm i'm have to really actually look into see that's the thing is i like you surprising me with an episode because it's right from i shoot from the hip you know i ad lib i shoot from the hip Mm -hmm. i'm raw and you do more research than i do and it's it's more real yeah and um oh speaking of oh wait we've got to get to the the number (coughs) of listeners finish uh answering karina's um she thinks we're at 510 and this was today we got the email 20 minutes ago matter of fact (laughs) so our actual numbers as we sit of this minute at at the time of recording we're at 547 the last day of dinosaur month which is june Mm -hmm. um our total number of listeners all-time listeners sits at 540 holy shit that just went up like this this last week it jumped like 28 listeners no since just the time, just from like 20 10, 22 listeners from like 10 minutes ago it was like it was 30, five 23 or 36 yeah. or something unless yeah. you hadn't refreshed in a while no no that was a refresh when you just got here yeah because i had went back to show you the episodes oh, that right. we had done and so that was a fresh oh uh, fuck listing so it, it had jumped quite a bit. Everybody that listens know that we we put out our episodes late Friday night, right? Um, yeah. but so we, most listeners happen Saturday morning or yeah. late Friday, super late Friday so night, depending we, on time zone, shit like that. By the time you guys do listen to this, you know, Mike he he puts in uh, a lot of effort on this. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll sit here for a couple hours afterwards. He and, you he know, tries to you know get everything you know polished up, polished, and mm-hmm. you know getting the intro, the outros um the different breaks and you know i mean he i mean i respect this guy so much i mean he's put in just to my little stupid idea <laughs> yeah but and, you know what that's what makes it fun you know you and, never know if you don't take a chance on something and, uh, dude you uh, got notepads full of ideas and details and the time we sit here and talk about oh what could be this and what could be that and then we try and shoot holes in each other's ideas like dude that would be weak as fuck because mm-hmm. this wouldn't work or that wouldn't work or you know we got a spitball and bait rent bait um uh bench race mm-hmm. just to get things to a certain level to you know it's like oh dude that w-, and then ideas inspire other ideas mm-hmm. and and i usually come up with some good ideas i'm like hey i'm just at work and i'm listening to music i'm Oh shit! Like, how about we do this? And then you'll call me midweek, and you're like, "Okay, I've gone as far as I can go, but for some reason, I can't think of what mm-hmm. else would be missing from this, like a recipe for an episode." Mm-hmm. Well, what's it missing? Oh, well, what about this? Did you know this? Oh, I totally didn't know he had an acting role or this or whatever. Yeah. And oh. then you're like, "Oh, that, I got ideas." And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna get." Yeah, you know, so while you, it's fresh you in your know, brain, you, you get you, back to the. You gave me that because, like, then, like with the. Uh, well, I don't think we really talked about it on the the Lincoln Park episode. I think I didn't mention it. Yeah, you had called me midweek. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, okay, what the hell?" Like, you know, and he's like, "Oh, what about Chester? You know, being in movies and stuff." Like, oh, that's right. He was in uh, like two of the Saw movies, right. and he was in uh, Crank. Or no, he's in yeah, one the, Saw yeah, movie. The one with you the, know, I was like, okay, Jason uh, Statham. Yeah, so, so my cousin. Uh, oh yeah, you were saying something about your cousin before. Yeah, we started so uh, it's uh, my my mom's cousin, um, my my second cousin, but I mean, right, so right, right. my cousin. Um, so uh, she 
had posted on Facebook um, to like you know the family, whoever, know her friends. He's like, hey, you know, does anybody have any podcasts that I want to listen to? So oh, shit. So check this out. So is my, she is she um, sensitive about language? No, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, she cusses like Berta. I love okay. you, but you cuss like a sailor. All you right, Berta, you're our kind of people. Yes. And so my uncle's wife tagged me and she's like, "Hey, your cousin Matt has a podcast." <laughs> and, yeah, let's and, go. And I was like girl. looking. I was looking at the comments. Um. And she, uh, I, I, I think she sent her the link or something. I was like, yeah, no, here, just look it up. So she messaged me yesterday. Where does she live? Uh, she lives up in uh, Auburn. That's one of our listeners <clears throat> on there. So, so she, she, look, she sent me the thing on uh, Messenger, our, our link to, on Spotify. <laughs> she sent us a link to our own show. Yeah, yeah. Or unless <laughs> she, awesome. unless she was uh, just responding back. So she's like Auburn or Ashburn. Auburn. Auburn. So she said, "Okay, so the first episode, I was super confused because I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I'm listening to the ex- next episode now." So I told her we had no structure in the beginning. And she's like, oh, I'm so proud of you. It's like, it's just us rambling about useless shit <laughs> till around episode eight or something. Um, then this season, we kind of actually have a format. And she there says, she is. And it's right going. Right there, Auburn. Yeah, see you I go. found her. And she's Thank like, you, Berta. it's going to get better and better every time. You guys are good together. You carry the conversation, and I can feel the energy and people like that. I was like, we've been friends since eighth grade. We have that rapport and mutual respect. Yeah. It's like, we're doing a lot better. We did our first interview last week. And she's like, well, I'm a fan. I was like, thank you. And she, and she told, asked me, can I be your fan club president? I'll, I'll make <laughs> yeah, shirts sure. and cool glasses. And I said, sure. And she'll, that'll be fun. Glasses, t-shirts, hats, beer koozies. So, I mean, I want the stuff just because... I, I want to be my. I'm my own fanboy, you know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look at that. We got a beer koozie. Yeah. Oh, look. So, and I was, uh, I was talking to Karina. And I was telling her about this conversation I had with my cousin. I was like, hey, uh, you may not be the number one fan no more. Oh no! Don't you do do that? Don't do that to my Karina. And she, I'm like, very protective of that. And person. she's like, what? And I was, I read the conversation, and she's like, oh no. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah but um, you know, a Karina, you know, a that can be with, a type for number one. But don't you down, yeah. don't you dare downgrade. Oh Karina no, no, like Karina, that. and we she's love. got wit, she's got charm, and she answered that riddle like fucking yeah. fire, bro. Yeah, I'm and, just saying that's and, nobody and, um, I talk to gets that, and she got that yeah. right away. And well, Timmy Kar- got it too, but later. Yeah, and Karina, you know, yeah, you've been listening since episode one. Yeah, so. she knows all the episodes. She knows all the the, the order they're in. She's she's <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, she's still yeah. number one fan. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Berta? I mean that that's is it, Berta. Huh? Your aunt Berta, cousin my, Berta, my cousin and brother, cousin Berta. Yeah. So yeah, I'm down. Uh, like if you want to get and together she's... and we can sit down and go over designs and and uh, merchandising stuff. I mean, obviously, yeah. I I was thinking of that too, but obviously, yeah, fifty fifty. Let's uh, go. Yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm. And thinking... then me and Matt will split our fifty, and and but yeah. that's just monetary to fund the project. But I'm I'm thinking, uh, no, maybe we could do just. Uh, 
No, maybe like a, like a ten. They just do a small order of shirts and see or, what what sales of do. Whatever. Yeah, yeah I'm down. I mean, I never what? really. I thought about just doing the t-shirts for me and you, yeah, and yeah. then maybe I'm, some I'm merchandise not, just to have fun. I'm not with even it. thinking about selling the shirts. I would not I'm, not the not the one thousand listener shirts, but like no, uh, no. I would I would if, be if down we, to sell we, stuff. If we I mean, if do, people want it, if we were to do one now, I mean, just maybe make maybe a dozen yeah and then we can you know do some uh uh enough we get some more emails and shit you know do a little uh, uh contest giveaway do of some t-shirts contests. or some kind of merchandise yeah, yeah or, that would be cool that or, goes right I along mean, with what karina was asking we could if we get merchandise going from your cousin mm-hmm. um yeah we'll do a we'll yeah, do a contest and then, giveaway. And then plus i mean we could talk to out of the ring um you know they have people that they have koozies um, yeah, and, they have the people you know, who design them, but I think whatever your aunt wants to do, we'll go with that and see. And then I got a buddy whose uh, mother-in-law does T-shirts and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So we'll get together. I mean, uh, cousin Berta, if you want to uh, get a hold of Matt and give him a time and a place that we can sit down and talk about stuff, then or get on the phone yeah. and start ideas. I don't know how far um, Auburn. Uh, it's how up far there. away is that? Um, we might have to do a road it's, trip. It's on the other side of like salinas uh, up in that area oh that's not bad dude. probably like maybe two hour two and a half hours that's not bad that would have to be like a saturday thing maybe mm-hmm. get up early in the morning um, and just head out there and but i mean no i mean it's just I'm down. Something, I'm, i don't know how I, i'm down i think that would be kind of fun i mean what you never know what if we're just having fun with it i mean mm. if we're not having fun with it the listeners who buy the t-shirt are gonna have you know, fun the with fun it. thing about my cousin because uh i went up there one weekend uh-huh uh to her house um my uh, me her and her husband were drinking and he's quit uh since then mm-hmm. he's been sober for about a year i believe um uh, but we were thinking about uh we're getting none but bottles we're drinking bottles mm-hmm. so we wanted to, we were putting them on the table so we're trying to fill the whole fucking table and then she was going to get the uh the glass to put oh, and then top. fill it with resin and hold that's tight. <laughs> but I think we barely got like a quarter. This is like what a Friday, Saturday. Oh, my brother's cousin from Puerto oh. Rico. She's a surfer oh, out there, and she we, can drink, and she would help. We drank so much help. fucking <laughs> beer that weekend. Oh my god. Yeah. And then because uh, uh, my mom was out, I th- believe that she was up visiting my brother. And I'm like, no, I take my cousins. So I haven't seen her. So she was. We were up in uh, like the mountains. She took them to a little bar and stuff, had some drinks. Yeah. And, uh, oh, it was, it was so fun. Um, you know, I, I love spending time with, uh, my cousin. Um, and it was, uh, her, her cousin had just passed away, uh, was it like a week or two ago? Yeah. My cousin, that's, no, that was her first cousin. No, they're my, they're my second cousins. Well, I don't need to know the whole family tree. You're related. Yeah, yeah, well, well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, I got a lot of fucking family. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it could be uh, it could be something. No, just, I mean, just getting the cozies. Oh, the hey. Koozies, wait, yeah. wait, we got Or our, shot glasses would be cool, some too. Some shot glasses, too. That'd be tight. Yeah. Hey, but, um, um, we well, do have new listeners. Oh, or new countries. Do. do you want to talk about uh, the interview? or? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me get the rest of this, uh, our countries. I want you, do you got your pen? Uh, yeah. Okay, so write down uh, a mark for each new country. We got our total countries. We have new countries here. So we already got the states, which would be one. 
do a backside of the page. You're just going to do like, you know how you do the hash yeah. marks, five or whatever. So All we right. got United States is one. Uh-huh. We got Belgium. Okay. We have Italy. Mm-hmm. Canada. Mm-hmm. France. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rwanda. Mm-hmm. We have the United Kingdom now. Oh, nice. That's a new one. Thank you. We have you. Germany. Uh-huh. Uh, Ecuador. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah. Then we have Yemen. Uh-huh. And I believe that's it. Oh, I'm sorry. Tanzania. Uh-huh. That's a new one. And Thailand. Uh-huh. How many is that total? Uh, Canada? Yeah, Canada's on there, right? Did you say? Yeah, so uh-huh. Canada. Twelve. We got twelve countries now. Holy fuck! I thought we had like including the United States. We got twelve countries. Well, we just got uh, Tanzania and um, Ecuador. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, dude, that's crazy. So uh, okay, in the U.S. Um, in the U.S. total? Yeah. No. Let's. Uh, oh yeah. No, I'm curious about how many uh, were listening in the U.S. Okay, the U.S. We have. A lot of different... See, there's 152 with location turned off. Oh, wow. 71 in Hanford. Okay. Uh, 29 in Ashburn, 28 in Sacramento, 20 in Buffalo, 18 in Fresno. Dude, it would take forever to add these up, bro. Holy fuck, yeah. It would take a long time to add that up. Damn, 28 in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Brussels beat the brakes out of them, dude. 20 and So Buffalo. Brussels is, well, I don't know if it would consider beating the brakes. Wow. Eight, they're, they're 30. They're, so technically, if you look at, because Hanford is United States, obviously, uh-huh. but location turned off. Brussels is technically in second place now. Brussels, yeah. Belgium took it. Ashburn is in third place. And then Sacramento would be in fourth place. Sacramento, you got to get those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Not <laughs> but, uh. Wow. That's consistent. These numbers are growing, so they're tuning in every week. Yeah. Oh, um, Ready Player You or Ready Player You is the show, but Ready Player Questions at gmail.com is our email. We'd love to hear from you guys. Shoot us an email. Tell us what you think about the show. Any bands you want us to cover. I mean, we'd love to hear from you guys. Oh yeah. Um, did I tell you about my coworker? Did I already mention it? I don't remember. I got the memory of a chicken. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, squirrel. Squirrel, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so one of my coworkers, um, he likes obscure bands and shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. So I think I did mention that. You I'll mentioned it when we to were you. Yeah. Okay. So okay, so my <laughs> one of my coworkers, um, you know, like he's the one that uh, told me about the ale storm. So I was like, okay, so that's why I made that radio and. And I was like, "Hey, have you have you heard uh, this band Windrose?" And he's like, "Is that that dwarven metal band?" So he has heard of them. I'm like, "That's fucking awesome." I looked at him like, "Are you fucking serious?" They're on enough level to where it, they're they're being heard. I love it. Dude. Hopefully, I'll, we can add to their their yeah, fame. And I'm like, "What?" And he's all, "Yeah, like, oh yeah." So my buddy, you know, because we do our podcast, and he's like, "Yeah, I found you guys." He I, found us. I, I, right I, on, dude. Oh, I, I told him about it before, oh, but okay. I don't know if he actually looked up. For it. He must have. That's uh, right. So I'm like, what? So you heard him? He's like, yeah, you know, I like. Uh, he he likes a lot of these like obscure bands. It's like a lot of people don't know who these guys are. 
Yeah. Well, know, yeah. Just like Alestorm, which he introduced me to, which, hey, Jeff, <clears throat> hey, thank you for showing me that. I love Alestorm. Dude, they, that band is I'm, dope, I'm, bro. I'm going to have to, you know, listen to, uh, maybe find it on Spotify or something. i got to say listen. Mexico has got to be my top song already, just out of, just <laughs> you know, from the, today. You know, we'll play some more after we're done recording, just to check them, some other yeah, shit out. Yeah, after we finish the show, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so he he's like, yeah, so he's aware of them. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I told him, like, yeah, no, I heard the song, uh, Wolves of Armenia, but I didn't know that it was uh, Windrose. Yeah, you just kind of were just jamming along. You didn't yeah, take the time to stop I, and see. I but. just like, holy crap. But, I mean, hey, that's cool, though. I mean, like, there's somebody that, and this is, he didn't, I told him that you are going to do this episode, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's a Dwarven metal band. Yeah, I'm absolutely like, love this band, dude. I was I just, hooked from the moment I... M- heard their song my eyes is like oh <clears throat> like first time seeing titty <gasps> yeah and then the seventh yeah. time and then the ten thousandth time <gasps> oh that's a titty <laughs> oh yeah your face but, never changed over time yeah titty. i love titties but, uh, but um <laughs> hey but hey no hey thank you for all t- listener what, what's your what's your co-worker's first name i don't want to give jeff. you a whole name uh, jeff? jeff thank jeff you jeff Jeffrey. i appreciate it i hope you love the episode <clears throat> i know we didn't play a whole lot of songs from him but the idea behind it is to touch on the band, mm-hmm. give a little tidbit from it, pique the interest of somebody to where they go out and do their own research on the band and hopefully grow the fan base yeah. of Windrose. Yeah, and especially because uh, our last few episodes has been, uh, you know, bands that have already, you know, already are been established. established. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I like yeah. that. Uh, you know, you know, Corn and St. Clown Posse, Slipknot. Uh, Avenged Sevenfold, Lincoln Park. Yeah, the, those um, those well known yeah. bands. So yeah. the idea, you know, Italy. This one's for you. Windrose, absolutely love the yeah. culture, yeah, love the I food, love and you're producing a band that is just kick ass. Yeah. Can't get enough of it. And as We'd a love nerd, love to hear an email from you. Guys. And as a nerd, the fucking oh, I love yeah, the the, folk the, the, the rings. Yes, uh, dude. Aesthetic. It's just it makes me when um, I heard the band and I started looking into them. I wanted to go home. I wanted to leave work and go home and start watching Lord of the Rings all over again. Yeah. You know, because even Ed Sheeran did a song in Lord of the Rings. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. When they were talking about um, when in The Hobbit, I'm sorry, in The Hobbit, sorry, uh, when the dwarves are about to take off for their first war, their uh-huh. first mission or whatever, and uh, the uh, the dwarf leader, I forgot his name right now, uh, he's sitting there and he starts singing over the fire and whatnot. Oh, That's an Ed right, Sheeran song. Right, right. He wrote oh, really? that. I didn't know. That. I don't. He didn't sing it, but he wrote. Yeah. That, but, I, oh no! no it, my think, brothers, my brother, he did sing some. Of I it, think I did hear some. Yeah. So, as as Ed Sheeran does all these yeah. love songs and poppy culture songs, whatever, he's a fantastically talented artist, yeah. and he wrote that song that's in in The Hobbit. Right. So I think um, so. We're at the end of the month. Um, so we're going to call July maybe Obscure Music Month. Obscure Music Month, exactly right. Um, and then, so, uh, so that will be, uh, I, I we're going to change the album cover for that yep. that uh, month. So I do have an idea, and uh, Michael probably play a little clip, and if you guys send an email and guess uh, who this is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, see. Oh, just just to see if people can guess. 
what it is, who so it is. We, all to. right. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, uh, I'd like to uh, give you all um, a little. Uh, you all. Yeah, I say y'all. My okie comes out even though I was raised in California. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to all our listeners for tuning in. Fourth uh, of July is going to be the next holiday that comes up before we come back to record. Mm-hmm. We will probably put out a 30 second, you know, happy Fourth of July, yep. just little episode deal. It's not going to be nothing major, but uh, have fun. Love you. You celebrate all the cultures in this country. That's why July is going to be Obscure Band Month, uh, mm-hmm. just because we're the melting pot and we celebrate every culture here and we appreciate every band and every walk of life that has made this country what it is. So. Thank you, Italy, for producing Windrose. Uh, we're going to sign off here. I'm going to leave you off. We're all we're both going to leave you off with Diggy Diggy Hole by Windrose. We hope you appreciate it. And I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And we are Ready Player You. All right. Thank you. See you guys later.